5. The book of Galatians chapter 5, thank you for the opportunity, uh, Brother Jerry, to give me to preach. Uh, no, some know, some might not know. The nurse home is down right now because of COVID issues. I won't be back until the 21st, so I, and I appreciate the opportunity here uh, to kind of keep me in sync because I need it. <laughs> uh, let's go. Now, you know, this is Paul here speaking to the churches at Galatia, and we you see that in chapter 1. He's talking to the brethren. He's not talking to everyone at large or worldwide or nothing. He's talking to the brethren at the churches at the Galatia. But let's look here in verse 16. Well, actually, we can read on up there. Verse 14, for all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. That's brotherly love. But if ye bite and devour one another, take heed that ye be not consumed one of another. And this I say then, walk in the Spirit, okay, and ye shall not fool, fulfill the lust of the flesh. And this is the title of my message, Walking in the Spirit. Uh, for the flesh lusts against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary one to another, so that ye cannot do the things that ye would. But if ye be led of the Spirit... Ye are not under the law. Now, these are the works of the flesh, or manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, illuminations, wrath, strife, sedations, heresies, envies, murders, and drunkenness, and revelings, and such like, of which I tell you before, as I've told you, in times past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit, that is the Holy Spirit, is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law, and they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. And if we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not be uh, desirous of vainglory, provoking one another, envying one another and we'll stop there may the lord bless the reading of galatians chapter five i want to go to the lord in prayer our holy heavenly father again uh, we thank you for this day that you have given we thank you for all your many blessings your mercy and your grace forgive us of our sins for we fail thee lord god and direct me uh, through your word i'm just a chosen vessel use uh, let your holy spirit work and lord let it be evident around us lord just give me the words to say thank you for your word your word is precious your word is true. Forgive us of our sins, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So, the title of this message, which we see here, is Walking in the Spirit. Okay? Um, walking in the Spirit, walking not in the works of the flesh. That's the wrong one. Walking in the Spirit, which is the Holy Spirit, and those are the fruits of the Spirit. That's what we should walk in. Okay? Uh, walking in the Spirit as... In the Holy Spirit, this is our walk as believers, okay? You can tell in a believer's walk in Christ. Uh, Paul is writing to the brethren at the churches of Galatia, and when he is warning them not to practice these works of the flesh, because I'm, I'm thinking that some of them is still being tempted or led on to doing those things. I'm not saying that any child of God has never done that. Uh, I'm sure we all have. Uh, strife, wrath, I'm... I'm Guilty of some of that. I mean, I'm not, I'm just saying. But he's warning them of that's not how we should be doing that. That's, 
those are dead works. We should not be living like that. We should be living in the fruits of the Spirit, okay? Uh, the works of the, the flesh reflect in sinful desires uh, of unsaved people. Anybody, you know, if they're walking in these works of the flesh and they're continuing, meaning practicing, doing these every day in their life, they're not saved, okay? So these are more or less for the lost people. Um, so walking after the Spirit, which they cannot because they're spiritually blinded, okay? Dead and trespassing in sins. Can a believer stumble and fall victim of these dead works? Of course. We can because we are still in this flesh. We are not to practice these uh, works, meaning continue in them, but in to walk in the Spirit, and this is exactly what Paul is telling the brethren here. We are supposed to walk in the Spirit, the fruit of the spirits. So, I'm going to go through here and I'm going to expound these works of the flesh and then we'll go to the works, of the fruits of the spirit and I don't know if I have enough time to get through. I've got a lot of scripture and references to go through. But um, So, the works of the flesh, adultery. You know, it says right there in verse 17, For the flesh lusteth against the spirit... Okay? And the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary. They don't work together. They work for the bad. They don't join together. They work against. Okay? So that you cannot do the things you would. If you're in the flesh, in the spirit, you know, if you're working these works of the flesh but still trying to work, that don't work. You have to be ye separate. Touch not the unclean thing. You have to be separate from this. I'm not saying that we don't stumble and fall. We do. I mean, we're sinners only saved by the grace of God. That's that's it. Nothing more, nothing less. Uh, but they're contrary. They don't work together. It says, but if ye be led, if you all be led of the Spirit, ye are not under the law. And uh, it says, now the works of the flesh are manifest and work brought together, which are these. Adultery. Okay? which means voluntarily sexual act between a married man and someone other than his wife. That's what adultery is. Out, sex outside of marriage. That's, that's what adultery is. Okay? And then you have uh, fornication. And fornication... Now here's the... I want to make this clear. Here's three categories that he's, that he's presenting here. There's three categories of, the, of all these sins. These are all sins here. But there's three categories of them, okay? You have the uh, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, and lasciviousness. There's one category, okay? The second category, you've got idolatry or sorcery, witchcraft. There's the second category. And then you've got the hatred, variance, illuminations, all against different people against people. There's the third category, okay? So I'm just wanting to bring that out and let you all understand where I'm coming from, where I'm going here. So fornication, we know that is a consensual sex between two people that's not married, okay? It could be either man and woman or woman and woman, man uh, man and man, homosexual, bestiality, whatever. These are all sexual sins. These are all sexual sins. It's what he, what Paul is presenting here to the brethren at the churches of Galatia. Now, obviously, they have had some kind of issue with that because he wouldn't be bringing this out. 
we know the Word of God is inspired by the Holy Spirit. It has uh, been written down by the 40 authors, pinned down as the Holy Spirit moved upon the 40 authors, and they was written down. It was inspired by the Word of God. The Holy Spirit is the author of it. So, you have uncleanness and lasciviousness. Those are all sexual sins. All these are the works of the flesh, and all are sexual sin. They're filthiness, filthiness they're wantonness. Now, we have another set of the works of the flesh. Let's go into that. Now, you have idolatry. Now, now, idolatry. What idolatry is, is anything, worshiping any man-made image. Okay? Any kind of raven image, anything that's been, let me define that a little bit better. Any kind of like statues of pictures of so-called Jesus, statues of Mary and Joseph, crucifix crosses, loaded crosses, it don't matter, unloaded crosses. You know, John says, my little children, keep yourself from idols, and that's what he's talking about. Those are defined of those idols there. And those are idols. There's nothing more. They're graved out, like, you know, the golden calf that Aaron made for the Israelites. And there they was, boogalooging around it. You know, that's a that's an idol. That wasn't nothing. That That's not a breathing it's nothing. It's, it's just a piece of gold is all it was. And they're bowing down saying, you brought us out of the land of Egypt. You delivered us. You know, and they know good and well the Lord delivered. They seen the power of God when they crossed the Red Sea. And the walls of water was on each side. So, but they're in the flesh. They're still having problems. But idolatry, okay? Now you have uh, witchcraft. Now that's uh, sorcerer. That's uh, a sorcerer is like magic, okay? Uh, which the sorcerers translates into pharma, pharmakia, I think. Witchcraft. Yeah, witchcraft, ph- pharmakia, from which we get pharmacy or pharmaceutical medicine. It was originally used for medicines. That's what it's for. But it became uh, to be used in different ways of mind-altering drugs uh, witchcraft, uh, satanic stuff, my, you know, getting out of your head and worshiping all these different demons. All that sorceries and witchcraft is nothing but demon filled people. Simple as that. That's what they are. Uh, right. Uh, these are all man made religions. Okay? That is why we get witchcraft, magic, and all these demon possessed. You know, that's. Uh, when Pharaoh, when they had the, the their sorcerers and the, and the, and all those soothsayers and all that, see, they was doing the same thing. That's what those people were. They were demon filled people. Okay, um, so we got to that point there. Uh, then you have these other sins here. That's that's upon us here. Uh, hatred. Well. Those are hateful attitudes toward people, strife, bitter, conflicts, having problems, being always uproar for nothing. Hatred, uh, not really caring about what's going on in somebody else, not putting yourself in somebody else's shoes, having no desire, no affection of some other body's uh, outcome or what their feelings are. Hatred, hatred, hatred. That's what hatred is. Uh, now, I'm not saying, does, well, does, has any, any child of God broken these that I'm talking here? I'm sure they have. Um, 
You got variance, illuminations, wrath. Now see, there's my problem. I have a temper sometimes, and I get out carried away. But it says, "Be ye angry and sin not." You know. So, uh, but the Lord, He helps me through it. Uh, variance is dispute out of bursts of anger and resulting strife and jealousy. And we know heresies is all but nothing but false doctrine. Uh, ones that's spreading not the word of God, and ones that's uh, preaching not the truth, telling people feel good messages, telling them what they want to hear. Jesus loves everybody, and don't have to do nothing. Just God loves you. Uh, that, that's heresy. Uh, heresies. Okay. Then you have uh, envies and murders. You know, we full of murders in this country. They they kill all the unborn babies which they did pass that, Supreme Court did pass that, uh, the Roe v. Wade, to let the states have the approval on abortions. And that's great. Thank God for that. But now, they, you know, you hear on the news, which I don't watch it much, but they're saying now that they're trying to get the states to have the authority to do it anyway, to override it. Because you have all those idiots in Washington that's pushing it. But it's murder. And no murder has eternal life abiding in him. That's what the word says. That's what God says. I didn't say that. God says that. Um, so you have all these murders and all these in these different countries and all these all over the states that people are murdering people and just cold blood killing somebody. That's murder. Uh, drunkenness. I mean, these are works of the flesh, guys. What Jerry talked about this morning about. The church covenant, how we should abide by it and, you know, have no alcohol drinks or anything like that. We, we stood an oath here to stand here and, and, and swore in to, to abide by the church covenant. And that's how we should, should do. Um, I'm not saying we don't, we don't fall short and, and we have problems with these, uh, works of the flesh because the, the brethren at the church of Galatians was obviously having problems and Paul was addressing this to them. Saying, hey, you need to get away from that. Those are dead works. You should repent of those dead works because they're dead works is what those are. So drunkenness, you know, you have a lot of people that drink and carry on. And we know that drinking is nothing but Satan filled. Sure. You, I've been working at the place down in Brarstown. It's called Barton Distillery. They was established in 1792. Pretty old place. Uh. They have a big sign out there that says, Feel the spirits. Wonder what they're talking about. When you start drinking that alcohol, you start getting all these different spirits coming into you, all them Satan filled spirits. I, that's what I think. Well, yeah. uh, so, those the, drunkenness, revens, uh, and such things, like I've told you before, that's what Paul says. I've told you before in times past. That they that which do such things or practice in these uh, shall not inherit the kingdom of God. I'm not saying a child of God doesn't slip up a stumbling block and have problems with some of these. I'm not saying all of them, but some of them. Strife, wrath, whatever. But I'm not saying if you're a child of God and you do one of these things, you're not saved. I'm not saying that. Uh, because, But if you're practicing in these, if you're practicing in these works of the flesh, continually to doing them every day of your life, continue living in sin like that, you are not saved. So, and that's what Paul is addressing here to the brethren. Uh, 
keeping ourselves from these sins. What should we do to keep ourselves from these sins? Well, the Word of God first uh, will clean us up from committing these sins or being tempted of them. Let's go to John, the Gospel of John, chapter 15. Gospel of John, chapter 15. Verse 3, we'll start at verse 3. Now ye, this is Jesus speaking here. He says, now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. There you go. The word cleans you. If you're having problems, get in the word. Just like Jerry said this morning. If you're having problems, you, you need to uh, continue to follow on. Get in the word. You can't get away from it. If you get away from it, you'll get straight away. Get in the word. It says you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. How, does it, how, do we, how do we see Jesus in His Word? How do we see Jesus? Through His Word. Okay? Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye expect except me abide in me. I am the vine, and ye are the branches. Those are saved people. Ye that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. Without the Lord, you can do nothing. We are helpless. We are uh, the sheep out here for the slaughter. We're always got our backs against the wall. Somebody coming, uh, progging and, and, and pecking at us. Satan's always using his obstacles and his weapons, what he can do to try to get us, to crowd us into a spot, to get us vulnerable. Okay? So we have to have the Word. The Word of God. The Word of God will correct our behavior. Second Timothy. Chapter 3, verse 16. You don't have to turn there. We know what it says. Uh, all scriptures are given by inspiration of God for doctrine and for reproof and correction. It corrects you for what you're doing wrong in your life as a child of God. You don't think we have problems? You don't think a child of God, you think it's all happy-go-lucky, happy, happy go lucky, all we're saved and everything's all good. No, 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 no. You're fooled. Because a child of God is not, is not an easy task. The Lord never said it would be easy. I mean, look at all what the, the, the apostles went through. They all died a martyr's death. For what? The testimony of Jesus Christ. That's why. And if we're serving the Lord, and we're out here spreading the word, and telling people about Jesus, guess what? We got a bullseye on our back. So we need to be careful. We, need to have to, we have to stay in the word, but the word corrects us. The word grows to us. The word helps us. It cleanses us. It cleans. You need a bath? Get in the Word. That's what Jerry was talking about the other night. He said, you need a bath? Get in the Word. It cleans. It, I mean, Amen. seriously. Uh, the Word of God, it does correct our behavior, which is our standard of faith and practice. It is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our paths. Amen. Sure, it does. It lights our path, don't it? Absolutely. It lights our path that we walk. We have to be walking in the fruits of the Spirit, not the works of the flesh. We have to be walking through the Holy Spirit and how He guides us and directs us through, the, through our day-to-day -day life. It's like a lamp unto our feet. If we don't have that lamp, guess what? We're walking in darkness again. Amen. So we have to be aware of that. Uh, the Lord guides us into all truth, but in a way of holiness and righteousness. Uh, we depend on His mercy and grace day by day. Every day we depend on His mercy. We know His mercies are new every morning, but we depend on that because we're not promised tomorrow. We could, we could die today. 
We could die going home. Who knows? We have to depend on His mercy and His grace. Um, he gives us strength. He gives us courage. Uh, I was in Philippians with the boys in Sunday school. And Paul is in prison as he's writing that letter to the church of Philippi. He is in prison, in bonds. Now, I want you to think about that. He is in bonds, in prison, writing the letter. Now, how joyful is he, David? How joy? How much joy has he got? He's full of joy. He, huh? He's got a lot of joy. He don't care what he's in. He don't care what state he's in. And he's giving... This uh, uh, writing that letter to the church of Philippi talking and lifting them up and they said now we're more boldly to go speak about Christ and not have no fear because they see what Paul endured and what he was enduring at that time and let me tell you is that not joy to have some kind of joy that that another brother that's in bonds serving the Lord and he's in no telling what kind of situation in the muck and the mire he's in a dark hole and guess what he's still joying praising giving honor and glory to the Lord and he's lifting up his fellow brothers in 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 the Lord's churches but we have to be. We have to do that too. We have to lift each other up. We have to lift brothers and sisters up. Some might fall. Some might be down. We have to lift them up. We have to give them strength. We have to give them courage and show them that we we are walking in faith and only in the Lord Jesus Christ. And we know who He is. And we know that He still sits on the throne. He's just making, uh, you know, intercession for all His people. His people. I'm tiny. She would emphasize that more. Uh, but we have to. We have to do that. Okay. Uh, so we know His mercy is new every morning. We know He gives us strength and courage through our walk in life as a believer in Jesus Christ. We can get caught up in this world. We know David was talking about this world is not our home, but we can get caught up in it. Can we not? We get caught up in it. And what's in there? All the technology and everything, it's all around us. There's more temptation now in the day's age than it was back then when you had all the great prolific writers like Benjamin Keith, uh, Keach, and you had uh, all of them, John Gill, and you had uh, Charles Spurgeon. They didn't have that type of situations like we are in right now. They were more instead, there was more peace, there was more, it was a different time and era. We're in a, we're in a different time and era. It's different now. There's more temptation out here. There's more things to lead us astray. We have to stay on the course. We have to fight the fight and keep the faith that was once delivered to the saints. We have to do that. We have to continue on. So how do we do that? Walking in the Word, staying in the Word, and walking in the fruits of the Spirit. If you're not, if you're not bearing any fruit, He says He'll hew you down and cast you out into the fire. You have to, you have to bear fruit. An apple tree out there, if, it's, if it don't have no apples, guess what? It ain't bearing no fruit. It ain't no good. You have to bear fruit. If you're not bearing none of these fruits, love, these are all the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Our Lord had all these. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, uh, meekness, temperaments, all that. The Lord, our Lord had it all. He had all that. Uh, so we know if you're out in this world, it can, you can get caught up in it and destroy it. If we do not follow the Lord and taking up our cross, not His cross, taking up our cross and following Him, He never said it would be easy, but we are to walk by faith, not by sight. Matthew, Matthew 16, 24, 26. Uh, 
you know, we haven't seen the Lord. We've seen him in our hearts. We've seen him through his word. Uh, but we haven't physically seen him. You know, these people probably think we're crazy. Oh, you all serve a God that you've never seen? Sure. Because we know who he is. I know who Jesus Christ is. And I know everyone here does too. Being able to bear fruits. Uh, hang on a minute. I'm, I'm getting, jumping ahead of myself. Now, Jesus said clearly that man's problem is not that which proceeds out of the mouth. That's not the man's problem. Jesus said this. But from the heart. Oh, from the heart. That is what defiles a man. It's not what comes out of the mouth. It's what comes out of the heart. These works of the flesh is what comes out of the heart. That's what defiles a man. That's what, it seemed like this, Jesus and Paul has got the same kind of teaching. But he was taught directly from the Lord three years in the Arabian desert. You imagine being taught by the Lord directly three years or was it three and a half? Three, three years. <coughs> How much wisdom did he have? One of the greatest theologians of all time, hands down. Uh, but that's what Jesus says. He says, out of the heart, what, that is what defiles a man. Now that being said, the works of the flesh is what Jesus and Paul are talking about. As for the unbelievers, they walk in the flesh, but the ones from God, they walk in the spirit. Now you notice the spirit says capital S. Now I've heard some preachers say, oh, that's our spirit. No, it's not. That is the Holy Spirit. I don't know where they get that from. Um, it's the Holy Spirit. We were, walk, we were to walk in the Spirit as in the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit indwells in us as believers, right? Okay? Uh, so we as children of God, we should be bearing much fruit. John 15 says, now the fruits of the Spirit are these. And we'll uh, start there. Being able to bear fruits in the believer are good works. Serving the Lord, keeping His commandments. Sure, we're not under the law to be ordered to be saved, but we're still supposed to abide by them. So there's good works, abiding by the, the law. And these are the law uh, here too. This is Christ's law. You shall love thy neighbor as thyself. You should have all the fruits of the Spirit. Huh? We're supposed to have them. Okay? So, keeping his commandments... Being a good witness to others. You know, it's not about what... We're here to serve the Lord. This is the Lord's day. Okay? We're here. This is... We, we dedicated... You know, me and Beverly was talking the other night. And a woman's full, the woman's full of wisdom. And we was talking. We talked for like two hours. And, you know, and she, she helps me when I'm in situations and down and out and stuff. And she lifts me up. And that's what we're supposed to do. Um... But she said, the only reason why we're here, Derek, is nothing else for ourselves. It's to give honor and glory to the Lord. Amen. And I really thought about that, and, and she's right. That's all we're here for. We're no more than just servants of the Lord. We're nothing about what we do, what we can do. Yeah, we have our families, we have our wives, we have our loved ones, and we, we're here. We're thankful to be here. But all we're supposed to be doing, if we're serving the Lord, is giving Him glory. Giving him honor, giving him praise. Why? Because he is worthy to be praised. He is worthy to open up the books, the seals. So that stuck with me, and, and 
So let's go on. Being a good witness to others. Uh, let's see. Sometimes I don't talk to many people as I should. We're working, you know, it's you're working beside somebody or you're watching these guys work. You can't just, they're working. You can't just say, oh, you know the Lord and start talking to them, you know. But whenever you get an opportunity to, then you know, I think that's good to do. So being a good witness. So when we go out of this assembly, we should be a good witness to others. We should, we should spread the word. How's the word get spread? The Lord uses human instrumentality. He uses us to do it. And that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to go in ye all the world and teach. Declare the word. Declare the gospel. So being a good witness to others, reading the word, all these things bear fruit. These bear fruit too. Uh, also walking in the spirit. <coughs> the spirit never fails to produce some fruit in a believer's life. But the Lord desires much fruit. The Lord desires much fruit. Look at John 15, 8. You can turn it or I'll just read it. Uh, Gospel John 15, 8 says, Here, Herein is my Father glorified, that ye, you all, he's talking about the disciples, well, he's talking to believers too, you all bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. You, he's, he's demanded that you bear much fruit. Don't bear some fruit, bear much fruit. <coughs> That's pretty, uh, the Lord emphasize that there the fruit of the spirit is an indicator of salvation well if you're not bearing any fruit i don't think you're saved if you're not bearing any fruit if you're not having any of the fruits of the spirit i don't think you're saved so bearing a fruit mark is an indicator of salvation i believe uh, jesus says you will know them by their fruits why would he say that then if you don't know them by their fruits, then how can they be saved? Uh, now, I don't know everybody's heart. Uh, I, I don't. Uh, the marks of the Spirit are love, the first of the spiritual fruit. The first one, love. That's, that's the first one. And, the, and the, uh, the first of the spiritual fruit, you should love your neighbor as yourselves. Galatians 5.14 uh, Romans 13, 9, look at that. This is Paul, again, talking to, at Rome, the church at Rome, to the Gentiles. He says, for this, thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witnesses. Thou shalt not covet. And if... There be any other commandment, it is briefly comprehended in this saying, namely, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Love is the first one of the fruits of the Spirit. So, we should walk in these spirits here, fruits of the spirits. We should be doing that. We should, have, we should be showing evidence of that. If not, then there's something wrong. You need to... Step back a little bit and evaluate yourself, you know. Uh, joy. The next one's joy. <clears throat> well, that's funny because David was in devotion and Jerry too. Joy. We should have joy in our lives. Why? Because we're saved. We're heirs. Joint heirs to Christ. 
We have eternal life abiding in us only through Jesus Christ. Think about that. You know, I was thinking about what you're saying, David, and we are saved from judgment and hell that we deserve. We're saved from that because what Christ did on the cross. All the other ones that are out here lost, they might have money and fame and have it all. These worldly treasures, but guess what? We might not have much, but guess what? We have Christ. We have His Word. We have eternal life abiding in us. That's the joy that we should. That's that's the joy that we should be having, Uh, having the joy knowing that the Lord would take care of you, and joy knowing that we have eternal life abiding in us and through Jesus Christ. Now, joy is a gift of God. See, these are the fruits of the Spirit. That is a gift of God. We know through the Spirit to those that belong to Christ. We know if we're abiding in these, we belong to Him. If we're keeping His commandments, we belong to Him. If we're reading His Word and and, and seeking Him, we we belong to Him. We should have joy about that. Um, Look at Philippians. Philippians chapter 4, verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord. Always and again I say, rejoice. <clears throat> we should have joy. We should have rejoicement. We should be joyful. Okay? Okay, the next one is peace. Peace. Okay? We know Jesus was, is the Prince of Peace. <laughs> He's a prince of peace. He is. Amen. Having peace in itself and that he gives his peace to his people. Amen. We have peace through him. John 14, 27. I'm going to read it. I just got the scripture. I don't want to get tied up and all that. The peace knowing that everything will be all right, no matter what happens, the Lord is present with us at all times. Like I was telling the boys, we went to Kentucky Kingdom. Yeah, it rained and didn't lighten and we didn't get to do too much. We had a good time. And I was telling them, I said, you know what? Guess what? It didn't work out the way we had it. But guess what? We got more tickets to go again next time. Oh. And guess what? We had joy being with our family that we don't get to see each other. We get to see them here at church, but we don't get to see them that often. So there's joy that we got to fellowship with everybody together. And be together at one at one time. That should be joy, no matter what the, what happens. The Lord's in control of it all. Amen. You can't stop the weather. He takes his toe and kicks it wherever he wants it. You can't look at God and say, "Oh well, don't let it rain now, Lord. I need to ride this ride." You know, it don't work like that. He works all things out for the counsel of His own will. Simple as that. So we have to have faith in Him. We have to walk in Him. We have to believe in Him. We have to. Trust that he's going to be there and do what he's going to do. No matter what. So whatever, anything goes on in your lives, knowing that the Lord's there. And that's the peace that we got to have. We, we, we have that peace because he gives us that peace. Indwelling in the Holy Spirit. Because he was the Prince of Peace. <clears throat> so we go on to long-suffering. Well, we know the Lord is long-suffering. <laughs> we know that. It says that in uh, Second Peter, I think. 
uh, says he's, he's long-suffering to the us-words. Not everybody. To the us-words. To the ones who are still out there that hasn't repented and believed. But they will. Because he says, all that the Father giveth me, they shall come. And I know wise shall cast them out. <coughs> Sorry, I'm getting dry. We know the Lord is long-suffering. Uh, we know that. We should be long-suffering that knowing that the Lord is coming for us. <laughs> we should be patient and wait. But we have to continue on. Amen. We have to stay in the Word. We have to go do our jobs. We have to live our lives. Right, brother? We have to do things. We have to continue on in life. But we know what? Our redemption draweth nigh. You better look up. It's coming. He's coming in the clouds. He's going to come with power and great glory. And we will see Him, the Son of Man, split the sky. There's what we have. There's what we should be waiting for. That's all. It's not about how winning the millions of dollars on the lottery. I'm ready to see the Son of Man split the sky and see what all the rest of the world is going to say when He does split the sky and say, oh boy, we should have listened to you. Yeah, here comes the King of all glory coming. Here's the Creator coming down. So, uh, gentleness. The Lord Jesus was also God in the flesh when He was here on earth, when He did His public ministry. The Son of Man. Uh, he was meek and he had a humble heart. Matthew eleven twenty nine. You don't have to go there. I'll, I'll read it. I don't want to wear you out with scriptures. Matthew eleven twenty nine. Actually, I'll read up above that. 28. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon and learn from me. Uh, learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. <laughs> there he is. There's our Lord. There's the fruits of the Spirit. There he is. That's how we should be. We should be lowly and meek. God help us. But I'm, I'm just saying that's how we should be living. That's it's, it's hard. I'm not saying what we're going to do it all, but we should be bearing some fruit. We should be, you know, we should be, we should be doing that. Uh, also, like the Lord's children, we should be meek and lowly as Christ was. These are the marks of a saved person. First uh, Timothy, <clears throat> I'll read that. First Timothy 6, let's see, chapter 6, verse 11. Thou, O man of God, flee these, things, flee these things and follow after righteousness and godliness, faith, love, patience, and meekness. Fight the good fight and lay hold uh, of faith. Lay hold on eternal life whereunto they are also called and profess a good profession, a profession before many witnesses. Um, and Colossians. Now, let's go to goodness. There's goodness. There's nine There's nine. Accounts here, nine spirits of the fruit. Fruits of the Spirit is what I'm saying. <clears throat> so goodness, um, I've, got, I've got verses here. I didn't really have time to, to write things down. I got pressed for time, which that's fine. We can go through them. Romans 5, 7, these are the goodness ones of our Lord. Uh, Romans chapter 5, verse 7, it says, uh, 
Let's see, is that right? Yeah. For, for sacredly, uh, uh, for a righteous man would one die, yet preterventure, for a good man some would even dare to die. Uh, you got Galatians 6.10. Um, As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. Uh, that's the goodness that the Lord has. Um, you know, David, and he talked about that. David talked about the goodness of the Lord. Um, look at uh, Psalms 23. We know what this, what this is here. I want to just read it. Psalm 23, verse 6. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. There's the goodness of the Lord. There's the good, and there's, a, there's, there's the marks of the Spirit, the fruits of the Spirit. Um, Psalm 27. David knows these things. The Lord revealed them to him. Um, Psalm 27, 13 says, I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So these are all the marks of the fruits of the Spirit, goodness, uh, long-suffering, joyness, peace, uh, temperaments. you got faith. I'm going to wrap this up here. Faith, we know about the Lord's faithfulness. Uh, Jesus being faithful, he, he knowing as He ascended, He will come again in like, in like manner. As we've seen in Acts 1, uh, verse 11, He says, Why you men of Galilee stand there gazing? Don't you know this same Jesus will come again in like manner? There's faith that we have knowing that He's going to come again. We know, we have faith that He will. These are all the fruits of the Spirit that, that should be abiding in us. Uh, Revelation, <clears throat> look at Revelation 19.11. We know he is called faithful and true. The one that comes, he is the one that comes on the white horse and he's coming with all his 10,000 upon 10,000 upon 10,000 of his saints and all his holy angels. There's, he's, but he says he is faithful and true. He, the Lord is faithful. He's faithful. Being faithful to us to his people, he took the cross and the wrath of God and the hell that we deserve. That's how faithful he was. The blood that was shed for many. Okay? He died and rose again the third day. We know 72 hours later, we believe 72 hours. And now sits at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for all his people. This is how faithful our Lord is and how we should be to our brothers and sisters in Christ. We should be faithful servants of the Lord. We should be faithful. We should have all these. All these. All these. And I didn't have enough time. I mean, you could preach one sermon just on one, one thing. Love, joy, peace. But I'd try to push it all into one message, which that's fine. But we get to the point of across of what we're supposed to be doing. So it says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperaments against such there is no law, and they that are Christ have crucified the flesh. That's why Paul says, I die daily with the affections of lust. And if we live in the Spirit, that's the fruits of the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not be desires of vain glory. Let's not have empty 
thoughts of what we know, what we believe, and, and get our minds sidetracked of what we have, provoking one to another, envying one another, jealousy, envying over lust and desires of the, of the flesh. Let's not do that. Let's have all these fruits of the Spirit. Let's, let's try, you know, let's do that tomorrow as we start our work week. Let's, let's walk out. And it would be good just to, to read them. Read the, the works of the flesh and then go read the fruits of the Spirit and say, hey, I need, to, I, need to be, I need to walk right here. I don't need to have that. I don't need to get angry or get upset over things and, and get mad. Because you know what? I'm having, I'm, 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 those are all works of the flesh. Those are all dead works. Let's not do that, you know? Let's, 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 let's walk in the Spirit. Because it says there, I'm going to stop here. Uh, it says in verse 16, This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Walk in the Spirit. The Holy Spirit is in us. He indwells in us, but walk in the Spirit. Meaning, having the fruits, bearing the fruit. And it says, but if you're led of the Spirit, you're under not you're, that. If you're, but if you be led of the Spirit, you are not under the law. So, but we are supposed to walk in these. I believe we need to to try to keep these as much as we can. And and Christ says it in Matthew, and Paul says it here. Uh, that's my message. Thank. Yeah.